0: Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hello there, my name is Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to my weekly podcast called Take Another Five. I live in Toronto, Canada and I'm an author, blogger, writer, law student and entrepreneur. I really enjoy what I do and I'm hoping that you're going to enjoy my weekly podcasts. I have specific segments to offer to you and the reason why I've called this Take Another Five is that indeed. You can take another five and just simply relax and enjoy what I have to offer. So, without much ado, let me introduce you to my segments. The first segment is called Kitchen Corner, and it's time to create through cooking. The second segment is called Take Another Five with Technology. And in this segment, I'll be introducing you to some cool apps, which you can go try out by going to your app store. The third segment is called the 5-Minute Mystery, and it's all about, can you guess who did it? The fourth segment is called In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. And in this segment, I, as an entrepreneur, will be offering you some really interesting and informative tips that you can use in your daily life. And my fifth and final segment is called Staying Ahead of Bullies and Scams. And in this segment, I'll be giving you some tips on some of the more popular scams that you need to look out for and I'll be giving you some tips on how to be aware of bullies or become more aware of them. I hope you enjoy Take Another Five and now we will go on to our first segment. Welcome to My Kitchen Corner. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to My Kitchen Corner. It's all about having fun with cooking. And when it comes to that, it's being able to cook and have fun at what you do. But the most important thing is that you get to eat it after you cook it. And I'd like to thank my good friend Mama Peach for having provided me with all the recipes that I'll be sharing with you every week. So without much more ado, let's get started. And the first recipe for this week is called, or it's in the category of Sensible Soups and Stews. It's soup for a cold day. And it's called cheesy and chicken noodle soup. Two to three cups of cooked chicken, shredded. One ten three quarter ounce can of cheddar cheese soup. Four to six cups of chicken broth one 8-ounce package of fine egg noodles and un- it's uncooked one cup of milk combine all ingredients except milk in a large stock pot bring to a boil over a medium heat reduce the heat and simmer until noodles are soft stir in milk spoon into bowls sprinkle with shredded cheddar cheese if desired this makes six to eight servings my second recipe comes under the category of dude food that's d-u-d-e F O O D This recipe is called Bacon, Onion and Stout Braised Short Ribs Mm-mm-mm. Okay, 4 pounds bone in beef short ribs Well trimmed it should be 1 teaspoon of salt plus additional salt for seasoning one and a half teaspoon of black pepper plus additional for seasoning one tablespoon of vegetable oil six ounces of thick cut bacon cut into one quarter inch slices One large onion halved and cut into one quarter inch slices, two tablespoons all purpose dash flour, two tablespoons spicy brown mustard, one tablespoon of tomato paste, one can, 12 ounce can of Irish stout beer, one whole bay leaf, one cup beef broth, two tablespoons of finely chopped fresh parsley, hot mashed potatoes or cooked egg noodles, these are optional. Season short ribs with salt and pepper. Heat oil in large skillet over medium to high heat until almost smoking. Working in batches, cook short ribs in skillet, turning to brown on all sides. Transfer to each, sorry, transfer each batch crock-pot as it is finished. Wipe out pan with paper towels and return to heat. Add bacon, cook and stir until crisp. Remove the paper towel lined plate using slotted spoon. Remove and discard all but 1 tablespoon drippings from pan reduce or reduce heat to medium add onion cook and stir until softened and translucent add flour mustard tomato paste and 1 teaspoon of salt and 1 half and a half teaspoon of pepper. Cook and stir for one minute. Remove skillet from heat and pour in stout stirring to scrape brown bits from bottom of pan. Pour stout mixture over short ribs. Add bacon, bay leaf and broth the crock-pot then cover cook until or cook on low heat for eight hours or until mead it is tender and falls off the bone remove beef skim fat from cooking liquid remove and discard bay leaf stir in parsley Serve with mashed potatoes. Here's a tip for you. This recipe only gets better if made ahead and refrigerated overnight before removing the beef. This makes skimming any fat from the surface easier as well. This makes four to six servings. Now, if you would like to know more about this recipe and other recipes, I invite you to write to me at info, I-N-F-O, at sterlingcreations.ca. That's info at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G c-r-e-a-t-i-o-n-s dot c-a and i'll be happy to send you a, an electronic version of these recipes it may be easier for you to follow this way don't hesitate again send me an email to info at sterlingcreations.ca. dot c-a in the meantime enjoy my week's recipes And I'll see you on the other side in our next segment. Have fun now. Time to take another five with technology. Hey, it's me again, Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my next segment, which I have called... Take another five with technology. In this segment, I'm going to be introducing you to some apps every week. Apps which I think will be very useful for you to know more about. And if you have any questions, you can always write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca That's I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A For this week, I'm going to start off by telling you about a great chime for you if you're interested in keeping track of time. This app I discovered uh, through a friend of mine uh, not too long ago, maybe about two three years ago, and I've been using it ever since. I've installed it on my iPhone and my iPad. And it's called the Westminster Chimes app. I simply love this app. So, I want you now to meet the Westminster Chimes app. I've installed it, like I said, on both of my iPhone and my iPad. And I can tell you that it is really not for everyone. Some people love it. And others, nah, they really don't. For me, it does keep me um, in tune with time. It's keep, it keeps me on track with time. It is very easy to install. You go to your app store and do a search on Westminster Chimes. It pops up. And all you need to do is to download it it's free. If memory serves me correctly there are three different sounding chimes and you can choose from e- any of these three if you wanted to chime on the hour, the quarter hour, the half hour, the three-quarter hour. So you can have a chime hourly, you can have it chime every quarter hour, you can have a chime every half hour. Okay? The chimes are very clear and they are very, you know, their sound is very nice. I, I like it a lot, I really do. So, if you are one who wants to keep track of time, try this one out. My second app for this week is the accessible BBC app. I connected this app or, you know, downloaded this app last year from the App Store and I use it daily to keep up to date with news that's going on internationally. The BBC is well known for keeping people up to date and this app really keeps me up to date with everything that I need to do or need to learn. It serves me extremely well. I can choose options easily. I can navigate extremely easily. and. As I said, it's very easy to install and use. Above all, it is free to the iDevice user. Hey, you can learn a lot through this app. Give it a try. Of course, updates to this app are always available, and if you have your notifications on in the correct way, You will automatically be told when there are updates to be had for the BBC app. And uh, it's easy, really easy. Improvements are always happening to this app. I'm telling you, this app is accessible and it is very easy for all persons to use, sighted and non-sighted. So give it a try. Just go out there and make friends with the BBC app. Well, that's it for this segment for this week. And again, if you'd like me to send you any information on either of these apps, the BBC app or the Westminster Chimes app, simply send an email to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca That's I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S .ca. You have a great week, but I'm not done yet. I'll see you in my next segment. Take care. Me again, Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my segment which I call the five minute mystery. If you're looking to have some real fun, just kick back and relax for about five minutes. This segment is just for you. It's a segment that I put together because I feel that you know we need sometimes to just lay back and relax. And have some fun with some, you know, our imagination. See what's going on here. And, you know, I think you'll enjoy this mystery. I really, really do. Now, this is all about my giving you some facts and you trying to solve the mystery in five minutes. But I won't tell you who did it till the very end of my podcast. So why not sit back and enjoy this for now, okay? Let's try this and see how you do. This mystery for this week is called a cell phone call. And here is a description. He was rich, spoilt, and used his dad's money to get whatever he wanted. He cheated, blackmailed, and partied hard, really hard. At the end, Carl Sundström's past was, or just caught up with him. Scene of the crime is this: the victim was found slumped over his keyboard. There was a half-full cup of cold coffee close by. His computer screen showed him logged on to a popular social network site. He had not been dead for very long, maybe about two hours at the very most. Another student had noticed him slumped over and had gone over to check on him. The student first shook the victim. But when he did not respond, she tried to lift his head. She saw that the victim's eyes were staring vacantly, with the pupils dilated. She began to scream, and the police was called. Students started to mill around, but kept their distance. A flash drive was found in his jacket pocket. Hmm... The motives for this crime were as follows. The victim stole another's girlfriend. The victim stole stole end-of-term papers. Someone had envied the victim because he was a rich, spoiled boy. The victim was also blackmailing others. Messy, messy, messy. Here are some of the suspects that were identified. Tim. The victim had stole Tim's end of term papers. Kathy was the victim's drug supplier. But the victim had had something on Kathy. This included the fact that Kathy had had an abortion for the dean. Rick. He was someone who had envied the victim because he was a rich, spoilt boy. And Dave. The victim had stolen David's girlfriend and was blackmailing him. Hmm, hmm, hmm and the girlfriend was pregnant for David. I know it's a lot for you to think about, but let's move on to the cause of death. Carl Sandstrom had suffered a massive heart attack. He had ingested some powerful amphetamines, and this had caused the heart attack. Death had taken place not long after The ingestion of the pills the needle the sorry the victim had needle marks on his arms but he had been in reasonably good health the victim had received a call from Dave to meet him at the cafe and at the cafe he had ran into Kathy and they had ended up sitting down to, you know, at adjacent chair seats or at adjacent terminals, I should say. When Dave had seen Carl and Kathy talking and sitting next to each other, he had backed off and had decided to hang out at the snack bar or at the snack counter. Carl and Kathy chatted and had played games and then had gotten into a more serious discussion. Carl had demanded more drugs from Kathy, and in return she had demanded that he give her the flash drive which she knew he had in his possession, right there in his pocket. It was never far from his reach, as it was his means of blackmailing everybody. When Carl had gotten up to buy a cup of coffee, Kathy Kathy had offered to get it for him, Um, but it was fairly crowded when she had got to the snack counter, so she had had to ask someone to help her get the cup of coffee for Carl. She had spotted Dave and had asked for his Help. She then took it back to Carl, and watched as he had started to drink it. Hmm. I'm going to stop here for now and let you know that it's now your turn to try and come up with who did it. All right? So let me just summarize briefly for you. We have a spoilt rich boy, Carl Sundström. Who was blackmailing various people Kathy his girlfriend but she was also his drug supplier Rick who you know was envious of him Dave who had his own motives and we'll see what else we could come up with you may not think this is a very good way to solve a mystery but let's just try and solve this mystery and at the end of my podcast, I'll tell you, you know, who did it. For sure, for sure, for sure, I'll tell you. Okay? So now let's get ready for our next segment. This segment was sponsored by me, author Donna Jodhan. And if you'd like to know more about this mystery plus others, you can go to www. DonnaJodhan.com store.html That is www.donna.com slash store.html In the End Zone with The Entrepreneur. Welcome to my segment called In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. And I'm Donna John Hen, and each week I'll be giving you some tips on entrepreneurship. I have been an entrepreneur since 1998, and trust me when I tell you that I've seen the landscape of entrepreneurs change so much in the last 18 years from one when the internet was not really around and was just getting started to one where it is here, there and everywhere. So I hope that my weekly tips will be of value to you and for this week I want to start off with if or how do you know if you are really a candidate for entrepreneurship? Well, here are some things that you may want to consider as to how would you know that you are ready for entrepreneurship? The first thing could be that you're seeking a new career. You're tired in your present career and you want a new career. Second thing could be you wish to be your own boss. You're tired of being bossed around, you're tired of having someone else being your boss. The third thing could be that you're looking to make extra income. The fourth thing could be that you have a desire to work closer to your home. And that is, you know, very normal. You just want to be closer to home. You just don't want to be caught in traffic. You want to be close to your family. You want to be closer to home. Number five, you just feel that... You want to have more control of your career on your own. You don't want anyone else controlling your career for you. And that again, that is natural. These are just five tips that you could think about. And you should really think about them when you consider whether or not entrepreneurship is for you. You have questions on this? Don't hesitate to write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca. That's i n f o at s t e r l i n g c r e a t i o n s dot c a, and I'll be happy to answer any of your inquiries and give you suggestions. I hope you enjoy this uh, segment and. Just you wait now, I got more for you. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Welcome to my segment called Staying Ahead of Scams and Bullies. And I put together this segment because I honestly believe that we need to become more aware of those awful scams that are floating around. And in addition, we also need to be aware of bullying. My campaign against bullying is one that I'm very, very, very passionate about. And I'll tell you how you can learn more about my anti-bullying campaign at the end of this segment. But for now, I'd like to start by talking about scams, those scams that we are constantly being bombarded with. And my scam for this week is all about those emails asking you to log in and verify your username and password for your financial institution. Just delete this email. It's no good. No financial institution worth its pennies would ever send you an email asking you to log in and verify your username and password. No, no, no. Not sure of this? Then please go to your bank. Ask them if they sent you an email. And 9 out of 10 times, or 9.9 out of 10 times, they'll tell you, no. All right, let's go on to building awareness about bullying. Each time we raise our voice, we are engaging in bullying. Each time we demand something, we are engaging in bullying. Each time we carry out a hostile gesture towards someone else, we are engaging in bullying. We need to stop the threat of bullying. And how do we do this? How could we encourage others to engage in more appropriate behavior? Is it at all possible? I do think so, and I have started my own campaign against bullying, which I have called CAB, Campaign Against Bullying, and we can do this by encouraging each other to listen more carefully and encouraging others to create listening that consists of clean content. This is a positive start. Listening and viewing that consists of nothing else but vivid descriptions of crime and violence can only help to prolong this unbearable situation. And it is time for us to start protecting ourselves and each other from this unwanted situation. Most of all, It is time to start protecting our kids from it all. Our kids learn their gestures and languages from us adults, and they use us as their role models. So it only makes sense for us to first clean up our act and then start with our kids. How about it? Join me in my cam my bullying my campaign against bullying and you can do this by going to www.donnajodhan.com that's www.donnajodhan.com you can subscribe to my audio mysteries while you're there i'm This will help me to keep writing and recording audio mysteries for persons of all ages. It will help bring back a lot of things, so why not give it a try? Well, we've come to the end of segment five, and it's time for the wrap-up. So stay tuned for the wrap-up, and let's see who did it. Who was the killer? in my audio mystery of the week, my five-minute mystery, the cell phone call. You got to listen to the other segment, the final segment, to find out who did it. Ha ha ha. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. Well, here we are at our final segment. I'm at the end of my podcast for this week. But before I leave you, I have to tell you who killed Carl Sundstrom. Hmm, I wonder if anybody got the right answer. Let's see now. I won't keep you in any more suspense. I'll tell you who did it. It was Dave. Dave he slipped the pills into the cup of coffee after having taken it from the server and waited for them to dissolve he then handed the cup of coffee to the unsuspecting kathy and watched as she took it back to carl he witnessed what happened after that yeah it was dave you can follow me on Twitter at Accessible World and at Author Underline Jodham. So at Accessible Under sorry, at Accessible World A C C E S S I B L E W O R L D or at Author Underline Jodham. That's A U T H O R underscore J O D H A N and you can find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Donna and also at www.facebook.com slash author Donna Jodhan. Let me repeat that again. You can follow me on Twitter at Accessible World or at author underscore Jodhan. That's J-O-D-H-A-N. Or you can like me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Donna Jodhan or www.facebook.com slash Donna author Donna Jodham. Until next week, folks, I hope you enjoyed. Take another five, and I look forward to being with you again. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Have a great week. Keep a song in your heart, and may the wind be at your back.